Welcome to the Three Martini Lunch. Grab a stool next to Greg Corumbus of Radio America and Jim Garrity of National Review. Three Martinis coming up. It is the Three Martini Lunch. Jim Garrity's here. Greg Corumbus on a little vacation, which is always nice. I'm Chad Benson. Thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, happy Friday to all out there. All right, Jim, let's start with the Good. Obviously, the the lab leak theory is growing more and more. Polls around are saying, "Hey, like this thing did not come out the way that uh, you know they were pitching at the beginning." But the New York Times got a great opinion piece about stuff because, hey, guess what? There's some stuff that happened. Not a shocker. Things that were deleted. Not a shocker. Uh, and it's a very interesting piece because it comes from the New York Times. A, a way, good way of putting it, Chad. That look, it's not a lot of days. I open up the New York Times uh, newspaper, turn to the op-ed page, the land of Paul Krugman and uh, uh, you know Maureen Dowd and, and folks like that, and see not just an op-ed. This is, this is a very long, very detailed op-ed by Dr. Zainab Tufeki. I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Um, throughout the pandemic, she has struck me as someone who was uh, always, you know, uh, surprisingly and delightfully open-minded towards the lab leak theory. And it is not, I should point out, this op-ed does not come out and say, well, it definitely was a lab leak. Uh, The title of it is, Where Did the Coronavirus Come From? What We Already Know is Troubling. It's actually a guest essay. It's not really a, and it is lengthy. and It is detailed. And it really walks through all the evidence that we know uh, right here. Chad, I'm going to give it the highest compliment I can possibly think of. I wish I'd written it myself. It's it's as good as me. That's how good it is. Um, Whoa! And, and it just kind of the way in this kind of there, there are one or two quibbles I have towards the end. I think she makes a um, she's appropriately skeptical towards the Chinese government at every single step of the way until like those last couple paragraphs where she says that the um, well the Chinese government wants to prevent the next pandemic too. And I think that seems it's a little like like oh they'd like to, but they're not necessarily willing to sacrifice other. Uh, other priorities such as their secrecy and the research they've been doing and things like that. So um, yeah. otherwise it's a terrific one. And it's a really pleasant surprise to see this in the New York times. It, you know, there are other big and consequential pieces of journalism, New York magazine, Vanity Fair magazine and things like that. But it is good to see the New York times really laying this out, laying out all the evidence like a buffet table and de- demonstrating that even if nothing else gets proven from here on out, we know the Chinese government has been remarkably secretive and basically done everything conceivable to obstruct a full investigation of where the pandemic came from, and that is extraordinarily suspicious. It is, and uh, it is. Is it a great? It is a great piece. Talked about it on my show today. Uh, just it's it's look. The sad thing is, and, and you recognize it. We couldn't even have the conversation about where this came from. Uh, because, you know, it was deemed racist and it was deemed all of these things when at the end of the day, and some of that had to do with the fact that it became so political and the, the extremes ended up grabbing a hold of it and turning it into something when level headed individuals are like, no, this is important that we know where this thing came from. Could it happen again? And oh, my goodness, uh, if it was an accident, which I, I think it's always been an accident. And we find out that later on, many of these labs are run by Barney Fife, and that things like this kind of happen all the time. We should know those things so we can better prepare and also get a bird's eye view in transparency on what's going on in these places. Had nothing to do with a lot of the other stuff, but because it was an election year and because Trump, there was there was no way you could have a real conversation. 
Yeah, no, I think it was very clear that as soon as the pandemic's effect on American life became very, you know, as severe and intense as it did last March and last April, uh, a lot of Americans were not interested in getting to the root of how the heck did this happen? Because it was it was turning into a story of, look how Trump has messed this up. Look at how bad Trump is responding. Trump told us not to worry, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm, I'm among those who'd say he's, there's a lot of legitimate criticism to be made of President Trump in that area. But this is not primarily a Donald Trump story. This is arguably the most consequential story uh, on the world stage in many, many you know decades. And it's probably a, inevitably a side effect of the rise of China. China is in a position to do this. China was absolutely convinced that it was uh, as a result of the SARS outbreak back in 2003, that they were the best ones in the world to be researching, hmm, how do viruses like this start? And I concur with you. I think it's much more likely to, I, I, I don't buy into this idea this was a deliberate or was a bioweapon or something. Although I would note, it's probably likely that what was going on with the Wuhan Institute of Virology was you know, somewhat related to uh, biological weapons research because a lot of this research is dual use. The more you know about how a virus becomes more virulent and spreads, the more you can use that and apply it to weaponizing a virus. Um, just kind of one last yeah. thought, as you, as you were talking there, Chad, it suddenly dawned on me like, People have made the comparison to the Chernobyl uh, nuclear disaster in the Soviet Union in the uh, late 80s uh, or, in, you know, in Ukraine. I kind of wonder, like, if the radiation from Chernobyl had affected a global scale, if it, had radi- if it was really devastating to Ukraine and, and the surrounding regions, but if it had really been that bad, would the Cold War have ended the way it had? Or would the whole wide world have been so furious with the Soviet Union uh, that things could not have ended as peaceably as it did. Just kind of a thought about, like, I understand why people are reluctant to fully explore this, and the ramifications of this are really deep and dark and far-reaching, but that doesn't mean we can avert our eyes from it. I don't think we do anybody any favors when we do. No, and and I've talked about this. Look, you know, there is a sometimes it's better you don't know because if this was done on purpose or if it was done in such a way where the Chinese hit it and it caused millions of deaths around the world and everybody at some point in time, people are going to have to react to it and they're going to look at us, but we're also going to look at all of our partners and there will have to be consequences which could send us in a different way. And that I think a lot of people is, you know, sometimes it's better you don't, but we can't live that way because they get away with it once they can get away with it twice. And that's something we, Mm -hmm. We, we, we can't uh, can't have happen. Uh, I'm Chad Benson in for uh, uh, our buddy uh, Greg. Jim Garrity here is uh, always here because that's what he does. Let's talk about Gabby. Right, Gab- now, by the way, I do have Gabby. I tell everybody, do you, really, do you use this stuff? Yes, even the three martini stuff I use. Uh, hundreds of companies out there claiming to compare auto and home insurance rates. I've used Gabby, but there's only one that does this. You can get better insurance with Gabby. And you know what? I did it, and I saved a ton, ton, ton of money when they took auto and home insurance, put it together, and found me the best deals. Gabby is the one true comparison platform with fast, verifiable quotes, not ballpark guesses. You can use your current policy to find a better policy, comparing your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance companies. We're talking companies like Progressive and Nationwide and Travelers all in one place. And you use your current insurance information to get started. It is free and they only show policies that are the same or better than your current coverage. And many of them can be at a lower price. Gabby customers save $961 per year on average, and they will never sell your information. So they'll no longer be dealing with annoying spam or robocalls. 
Put your policy to the test like I did and so many others are. Get a better insurance with Gabby, and it is great. I'm telling you, it's so simple, and it's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash martini, G-A-B-I dot com slash martini, Gabby.com slash martini. We move from the good to the bad, and the bad, well, Republicans, bipartisan infrastructure did they get anything out of it that's questionable uh but it looks like a deal's going to get done and uh you know i always say there's must-haves and there's wants and i don't know what the republicans got out of this yeah look this went from it's very quick it, went, it was very odd it was like originally there was uh murmurs yesterday morning oh they have a deal they're gonna have a white house cer- uh, ceremony biden's met with some republican senators couple other Democratic senators, including ones who are kind of favorites of folks on the right, like Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema. And it was this, you know, big, happy kumbaya moment. And they're all there in the sunshine and it's smiling and all sounds terrific. But then word comes from not just, you know, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, that they plan on doing two infrastructure bills, one through regular passage under the regular things and trying to, you know, deal, uh, requiring 60 votes to overcome the filibuster. And the other one they're going to do through reconciliation, where they only need 50 votes. And that's where they're going to stick all the controversial stuff. And so the other thing, which really is kind of the cherry on top, is that Joe Biden said, as far as he's concerned, these two separate pieces of legislation are a package deal, that he will not sign the bipartisan one unless the other one, the partisan one, basically, comes to his desk. So what they're going to do is they're going to take all the popular stuff and they're going to put it in a bipartisan one that will presumably get 10 Republican senators, which, by the way, I don't think is a guarantee yet. You know, get 60 votes. Joe Biden gets his bipartisan victory lap. He gets to say, look, see, I brought everyone together. I am the you know bipartisan healer, blah, blah, blah. But then a little bit later, they're going to pass all the stuff that doesn't get any Republican support and that Republicans think is wasteful and all of the human infrastructure and atmospheric infrastructure and climate infrastructure and chocolate diet infrastructure and all the other stuff. And that's going to get stuck in the other thing. And that one, they're only going to need 50 votes and have Kamala Harris break the tie on that one. So at the end of it, Democrats get everything they want and Republicans really get nothing, which raises the question, why are a handful of Republicans signing on to this? What do they get out of this? Well, I tell you what they get. They're the kind of people that get to go back and say, you know what? I did everything to get us infrastructure. We badly needed this. It's photo ops. It's opportunities to say these kind of things because they know people have short memories and whatever they get elsewhere, uh, you know, down the line, they could say, well, we didn't want that. I fought not to get that, Jim. I want to make sure that wasn't in this. But there were some things that I just can't avoid. And we did the best that we possibly can because it's a good look, especially if you're in a situation where you may be in a tight race. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about power and keeping your position. Rarely is it about the people. The frustration I have with the Republicans, and I talk about this all the time, is if you don't want things like this to happen, then you need to win. You need to put up better ideas and better people to continually hold on to the places that you have. Otherwise, you face the same thing that the Democrats face when they couldn't stop, you know, Amy Coney Barrett and things like that. Winning is important. And when you're not in power, you face situations like this. Chad, I agree with everything you've said, but I'm just going to note that like, and part of it is like maximizing the leverage that you do have. It is still a 50-50 Senate. And, you know, look, I agree with the idea. If you're if you're a Rob Portman or Mitt Romney or any one of these Republican senators who was at the White House yesterday, and your attitude is that between you know 
DC and Puerto Rican statehood and the Green New Deal and all of these, you know, nutty ideas that the progressive Democrats have. If your attitude is a, a, a bipartisan infrastructure deal is the minimally damaging, most justifiable item on the Biden agenda, and I don't want to come across as a obstructionist partisan jerk, I'm going to work with him on this. Fine. I agree with him on this. But the problem is that if Democrats get everything that's bipartisan and all the partisan stuff on top and you don't do anything to stop it and you don't realize that this bipartisan deal is the leverage you have to stop all the partisan stuff in the second one passed through reconciliation, then you like then you're like basically you're giving away the store. And, and, you know, well, yes, I realize every member of Congress, no matter how much they claim to be fiscally conservative, loves to announce the opening of a new highway interchange or we're you know doing upgrades on this bridge or building a new road. Fine. You know, legislators love to, to fund infrastructure. I got it. But for a long time, Republicans have been through this. You think, oh, we're going to try to keep the cap on the spending. If you go along with this, there is no cap on the spending because everything gets shoved over to the other piece of legislation. It is setting themselves up for failure, and it is potentially a, a catastrophic decision that is it's going to be an entirely self-inflicted wound. Yeah, well, welcome to politics, right? Like, that's what most of politics <laughs> is, is self-inflicted wounds. But luckily, we have short memories, and we look over and go, well, it's you're, you're, you're the best bad idea I can vote for, and... That's unfortunate the way politics works, and and uh, I don't see it changing anytime soon. The only good news is we sleep well at night. Oh, that's called a transition, kids. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't keep score, my pillow. So the my pillow uh, is incredible, and for those of you guys who have never tried a my pillow, I don't know what you're waiting for. Sleep better, sleep cooler. My my pillow never goes flat, and yes, I have several of them right now. My son is taking my my pillows out here visiting. He's like, I love that pillow, Dad. He's got the king size one, and he's taking it. And I love, love, love my my pillow and all the products over there. Right now, their current offer is for a limited time. You can get a queen size premium my pillow for only twenty nine dollars and ninety eight cents, and a king size pillow is just five dollars more. Now, these premium pillows will never go flat, and they'll give you the best night's sleep every night. They're made right here in the United States. They have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a one-year limited warranty. Let me tell you something about MyPillow. Made right here in the U.S., which is great, but they've got tons of other things. You can go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square. You enter promo code MARTINI or call 800-874-0104. While you're there, take advantage of all the deep discounts. They've got the MyPillow products like the Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They've got the new My Slippers. And I will tell you this, they've got towels, but the mattress topper, which is my favorite thing, is incredible. What are you waiting for? The premium MyPillow today. Save big time. Get it for $29.98 only with promo code MARTINI. Call 800-874-0104 or visit MyPillow.com today. So we've hit the good, we've hit the bad. It's time to hit the crazy. I'm excited about this. One of Trump's last things he did, uh, and, and you know this, Jim, is that that giant huge stimulus part 58 he put in there a little bit of a writer as they would say and that is hey you got to tell america about all these crazy ufo things well today's the day the report should get to all the people stuff's coming out about it but oddly enough one of the biggest skeptics is somebody who made ufos almost mainstream and that's the guy who created x-files chris carter uh, I was going to say, if today's New York Times op-ed page has one of my favorite, uh, uh, you know, guest essays of all time, uh, I would say the the you know the other side <laughs> has one of the most inexplicable ones. Now I've discussed uh, 
those, you know, the discussion of these U.S. Navy pilots and the things they've seen that they don't can't explain uh, in past episodes of the podcast. I, I, I'm I'm very intrigued by this. I, I don't know what it is. It sounds like they don't know what it is, and I think it's really worth getting to the bottom of. I actually think you know the possibility of this being aliens is actually one of the more reassuring options because it would be much more ominous if this was tech from Russia or China or someplace else. Um, but the idea of saying, hey, let's get the guy who created the X-Files to write an op-ed on this to say what he thinks, I'm not really sure, makes a lot of sense. I read it, and let me just summarize it real quickly. Uh, the op-ed starts very strong. It has some very compelling narrative themes. But then as you go further into the op-ed, it starts to get contradictory and confusing. And by the end, you realize Chris Carter was making it up as he's going along, and he had no idea where he's going. In other words, folks, it's just like the X-Files series. You know, I, I've... Everybody laughs around here because I do two radio shows, do my national show, and then I do a local show out here in Phoenix. And everybody laughs at me because I've been very much on this the last several years. And the the eyewitnesses, the, the the Navy pilots, the pilots, just regular pilots, people on the ground that are they're sane people have talked about stuff like this. And of course, everybody thinks it's little green men or it's this, that, and the other. But you know, it's funny because. Uh, you know, I think some people are, are are afraid. Well, what if it is something from out of this world or even a different dimension where we cross paths? Uh, that would scare people because why? Well, because we think about ourselves and think, well, we've gone and conquered lands and that's kind of what you do. And, you know, uh, on the other side of things, if it's not any of those things, dare I say it's the Russians or the Chinese, that's just as terrifying Jim, and I think we need to understand what these things are, and I don't know how much we'll get out of it, uh, but I think either way, it's, I think it's something that people have been intrigued in for years and are sick and tired of being called a lunatic for saying, hey, I saw something I can't explain. Yeah, and the sheer number of pilots who will have stories like this is pretty, pretty uh, striking. And when people say, hey, look, clearly, you know, if it is some um, alien intelligence, clearly they have no intention of doing... Uh, thank, thankfully, they're not doing the Independence Day route. Uh, they don't seem to want to do the V route. They're not going to make a big, large, uh, you know, uh, showy entrance. Maybe we're like a wildlife preserve to them. Maybe we're just something they uh, uh, just, just want to watch. They just want to check us out. Uh, maybe we're, you know, some. Maybe we're just kind of reality show entertainment to them. And that's kind of really unnerving to think that they're doing that. And every once in a while, maybe they tweak with us or something like that. But uh, we'll see how this shakes out. We'll see what they reveal. But all in all, Chad, I'm just not convinced that Chris Carter was the guy we needed to hear. You know what? I, I'd rather hear from former Vikings wide receiver Chris Carter than X-Files yeah. Chris Carter on this one. Absolutely. That, that would have been entertaining because he would have probably came out and said uh, something a little bit more entertaining. This, And if all the people Chris there Carter There would have been come on, man, in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. You know what's aliens. <laughs> crazy, crazy. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Uh, I am Chad Benson in for Greg Columbus, who is off uh, next week. So you'll be stuck with me, Jim, again next week. But uh, appreciate having you on. You can follow me at, at Chad Benson. And, of course, Jim, where can they get to you? Uh, I am at Jim Garrity and always at uh, nationalreview.com and various other places. Fantastic. You guys have a good weekend. We'll do it again next week. Hey, guys, it's Mock and Daisy from the Chicks on the Right, and we're excited to tell you about our podcast, the Mock and Daisy Common Sense Cast. If you've been stressed lately with the information overload on social media or just don't feel like anything in the news makes sense anymore, don't worry, because we're here to clear things up. Every week we discuss topics like cancel culture, national crisis, what's happening to our new generations. And if you're just plain tired of people trying to tell you what's to do or how to live your life, we tackle that too. Find out more by going to our website, chicksontheright.com, or start listening on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Don't forget to leave a comment or review and subscribe.